0: Summer camp, MCP's morning camp party, Mm -hmm. which I always like to describe as controlled chaos, uh, where we just have, we sing silly songs and play fun games.
1: Very similar to this podcast, controlled chaos.
0: (laughs) Yes. Tom will
1: be singing silly songs and playing fun games later. Yes, I can do that later. (laughs) Hey, everyone, and welcome to the New Life Ranch Monthly Camp Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Metcalf. MCP is all about the people that love New Life Ranch and the stories of how God is using this place to change lives. Each month, we'll hear from the people who work at New Life Ranch and learn about their life, their testimony, and their heart for this ministry. Today, on this very special first episode of MCP, I'll be talking to the executive director of New Life Ranch, Mr. Tom Graney. But before we do that, let's find out what's happening around the ranch with some New Life news. Today we're being joined by our Director of Facilities, Brian Palmer. He's going to talk to us about a couple of the things that are going on around camp. How are you doing today, Brian?
2: I'm doing great. Good. Hey,
1: you must be enjoying this weather, being from Alaska. It's cold, finally, so you can feel like you're back in your homeland.
2: Yeah, my beard's getting longer, which is usually a good indication that uh, the temperatures are falling. And, yeah, my, usually my countenance improves <laughs> as the temperature drops. So, yeah, this is, this is great for me.
1: Good. Well, hey, what, uh, what projects are our facilities team working on uh, around camp right now that uh, you think our listeners might be interested in hearing you highlight?
2: Sure, yeah. The biggest project that we have going on is the Creek View meeting room. And, and
1: that's finishing out the Creekview Complex, part of the impact correct, campaign.
2: Correct, yeah, part of the impact campaign. So uh, right now we we have a slab on down, and pretty soon we should be going up with uh, framing. And our goal is, is to have that building ready for use by uh, August. So right after summer camp is over, yep. we intend to open that up to be used for the fall retreat season. So
1: that'll add another space for about 150 guests. Is that right?
2: Yeah. Somewhere in that. Yeah. 150 probably. Yep.
1: Okay. Project one. Project one.
2: Done. That's, that's uh, the main thing that's going on. And uh, so then a few other projects that we have going on is uh, kind of finishing out the pool is, you know, we've got the old pool still there. Yep. And uh, for some people, that may be a sad thing that we're, we're tearing that out. but I, uh, I posted
1: a picture on Instagram the other day of the old pool, and there was a lot of crying face emojis. Of yeah, I mean just if people want
2: people want to come by, we can always save little pieces of concrete or uh-huh. something that they can come pick up.. Yeah. And um, remember the old pool. Mm-hmm. Right now, the plan though is is just to remove the pool, level it out, and probably provide a little bit of additional parking. Uh, They're supposed to be bringing out equipment, you know, really any time. So I'm expecting in the next week or two that that being torn out and um, removed. And so that's project two. Uh, Project three, that is for uh, lights for Flint Field. Mm. Uh, So that's going to really, I mean, Flint Field's used all the time by men's groups, youth groups, Uh, Yeah, everybody, there's people there all the time. And uh, we've heard it said a lot about, man, wouldn't this be awesome if we had lights so we could use it at night? Well, hey, uh, (laughs) we have heard that and we have had donors that are interested in making that happen. That's awesome. And so hopefully by this summer, so early June. Uh, we will have those lights up, and so that they can be used for summer camp. That's good. Of two thousand seventeen, campers
1: get excited. You can play wiffle ball all night
2: long. All night long. All
1: night long. All
2: night long. So <laughs> you heard it here first. So yeah, there. I I think that that's going to be a really popular thing, and I think people are going to really enjoy that. So you've got that. And then the pool with the new lights. So yeah. that just really opens up a lot of great recreational opportunities late at night when yeah. in the past, you know, it's it gets pretty dark down here in the yeah. valley. So I think I think pretty cool stuff happening here at New absolutely. Life Ranch. So absolutely. Thanks, Mr.
1: Brian, for that update. If you want to see pictures of building progress or tear down as it were with the pool, be sure to check out our Facebook fan page at Facebook.com slash New fan page. We post a lot of pictures and videos of stuff going on around camp. If you don't already like our page, just click that little thumbs up button. We're getting really close to 10,000 likes. All right, coming up after the break, I'll be talking with Mr. Tom Graney, the executive director at New Life Ranch. We talk about his life and his job, and about that one time he launched water balloons from the Westwoods deck at a bunch of sleeping kids camping out on the Ropes Island. It's pretty funny. This should come as no surprise, but something we strongly believe here at New Life Ranch is that God uses camp to change lives. I could personally vouch for this because camp at New Life Ranch changed my life. I remember stepping onto these grounds for the first time as a fifth grader, thinking this was the greatest place I had ever been. I came back year after year because of the incredible fun I had each week and the lifelong relationships I built with friends, counselors, and Jesus. Because we believe God uses camp to change lives, we want to make sure that every kid is able to come to camp, regardless of their financial situation. The Mission 1914 Camper Scholarship Fund allows kids and families to come to camp who may not otherwise be able to afford it. To learn more about the Mission 1914 Camper Scholarship Fund and to partner with us in helping to bring kids to camp, please go to newliferanch.com slash support. All right? All right. You ready? Yeah. All right. Well, hey, we are here with uh, the executive director of New Life Ranch, That's Sir right. Thomas Graney III. Yes. Executive director. And before we start, I feel like we need to uh, address the elephant in the room. Uh-oh. Uh, the reality is, I think, that your voice is a lot deeper than mine, a lot better tenor. So. That's true uh really you've got a voice and a face made for radio so <laughs> oh, thank you that was good maybe yes, maybe you should be the one hosting this that's
0: that's probably not a bad idea eventually. <laughs> it's true eventually you'll take we over we might that. need to do that
1: but uh, we'll see
0: how this goes though
1: yeah so i'm excited because this is the first uh first official interview for the for mcp the uh Whoa. monthly camp podcast monthly
0: camp po- that's yeah. cool this is history right here
1: so yeah so i'm excited about it we'll see how it goes so really, what what I what my desire is for these interviews is uh, I just want to give people um, that love New Life Ranch that know about New Life Ranch a chance to get to know uh, some people involved in the organization, get to know their heart for uh, who they are and and what this place is, and so. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's going to be very personal, Tom. Nice. going to get very personal all today. All right.
0: I wonder if the dark room and the spotlight on me, I'm already sweating. <laughs>
1: yes, it is very <laughs> warm in here. You're right underneath the heater, but I think it's going to be all right. So uh, let's kick it off with uh, with a pretty easy question. Uh, just tell us about yourself, who you are, who is Tom Graney?
0: Ooh, who is Thomas Michael the III? Yeah. All right. Well, just I was born a very young child. Yes. You know, born in Florida, Uh, mom, dad, older sister. Um, Really grew up in a great home, loving, caring parents, very much involved in what I did. My mom was one of my first baseball coaches when I was six. So who can say that their mom has coached them in baseball? But yeah, I I think kind of a typical upbringing. It was a great home, very loving home, but it wasn't uh, a Christian home. Uh, We did go to church uh, every Sunday, but I don't really remember anything about it. Um, it was just kind of like we went, and that's what we did, you know. And um, yeah, middle of fourth grade though, we moved from Florida to California, and my dad promotion job, all that kind of stuff. And at that point, we uh, started to we looked for churches. I remember, but uh, we ended up basically just going twice a year. And uh, when I say that, you guys probably know what I'm talking about. We went Easter and Christmas. Yep. And uh, so, you know, we were good uh, American Christians in that sense. Uh, went twice a year. And, uh, yeah, I was just kind of going through those motions of life, you know, lived in California. Then after uh, eighth grade, uh, moved to Houston, Texas. Again, my dad worked for an oil company. Uh, was there ninth, tenth grade, and then moved to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Mm. and That's how I ended up in this area. At that time, I went to uh, definitely the finest school in uh, mm-hmm. the greater Tulsa, really Oklahoma. Uh-oh. Uh, yes. Here I went comes. to the U, uh, Union Redskins, the reigning state champs. For uh, 6A football. Yeah. So yeah, and what's cool about that is um, in my English class uh, in 11th grade, I had a guy that sat next to me that he one day just asked me a question. He's like, hey, Tom, that's literally how I did it. Hey, Tom, <laughs> would uh, would you like to go to church with me Sunday night? And I said, sure. Uh, I wasn't uh, opposed to God or anything like that, but yeah. we, we just never went. So it was really cool how uh, I started going with him on Sunday nights. And um, that's how I really got on a path of Christianity. Um, find out what does it mean to have a relationship with mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. And uh, you know, was at a big convention where uh, you know this question. This was back in 1987, and this big conference and this question that was. I think I think during that time in Christendom was often asked in evangelistic rallies. But if you were to die tonight, are you sure you'd go to heaven? You know, uh, if so, raise your hand. And uh, everyone around me raises their hand. Um, and uh, so, what do you think I did? I raised my hand too. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> a little second delay, but uh, but for me, what's uh, un- I don't know unique about that is I really begin to question: mm-hmm. and Would I? You know, would I go to heaven? And I had kind of had this thought of, well, you know, hey, good boy, go to heaven; bad boy, go to hell. And I was a good boy, right? You know, didn't really do too many things wrong had never really stolen anything or hurt anyone or mm-hmm. murdered anyone. Like right. But anyway, it's just really cool uh, looking back now how God was orchestrating things and leading my life and uh, drawing me unto Him. Yeah. And uh, I started to work at a, a pizza place uh, in Tulsa right there at 71st Memorial. For all you Tulsa folks, you know where that's at. And it seemed like most of the people I worked with uh, were Christians. Uh, they talked about Jesus. They talked about being born again. Yeah. You know, and all this sort of stuff. Yeah. And there was a guy that uh this is so cool to me. A guy who uh was nineteen from Long Island, New York, had moved to Broken Arrow, Oklahoma, to go to a, a Bible college there. Um, that uh he began to share with me about Jesus and uh, what it meant to have a relationship with him and and you know, talked about us being sinners and the whole Romans Road, right? Um that we're we're all sinners, and but God loved us so much He sent Christ to die for us. And uh, if we confess our sin, He's faithful and just, forgive us for our sin and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Um, that's actually First John. But anyway, uh, yeah. So John Asher is his name. He um, started shout sharing, out to John. Shout out to John. I've never seen John again since. So John, <laughs> if you're out there, um, John, if
1: you are out there, please, and, and you happen to hear this podcast, or if somebody knows John, yes, have not listened to this podcast. Have him send an email to Tom at NewLifeRanch.com. That,
0: that would be awesome. That would be really cool. And I don't know if this ever happened, but he was from Long Island, New York. And he had this this vision or plan of starting a church. Um, and it was going to be Life yeah. Church. Ooh. Yeah, I know. This was before the Man, one we all know. Way ahead But no, of But there's Long Island Fellowship Explosion. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, dude. that just sounds pretty cool. Wow. So, yeah, John, if you're out there, uh, thank you. Um, I wrote another real quick shout out to this is a guy who does live in Tulsa um, the guy in my, my junior year of high school who asked me to go to church for the first time yeah. um, you know I, and I've seen him since and says I'm, I'm where I am because of him in lots of ways but Jason Carrison asked me uh, to go to church with him and uh, so it's really cool Jason if you're out there thank you uh, his kids actually come to camp <laughs> here and yeah. so I do get to see him but you never know a simple question of inviting yeah. somebody to go to church and just befriending them yeah. can, can make the difference That's to where really awesome. you you uh, yeah enter into a relationship and, with Christ and here and,
1: we are now and because then you, of that. Then you uh, own New
0: Life Ranch and then you own New Life no, Ranch I don't. hey
1: that is a perfect segue though but <laughs> um, so how did you become involved with New Life Ranch what was your what's your New Life Ranch story yeah my
0: New Life Ranch story uh, again came to faith uh, my junior high school March gave my life to Christ and uh, then my senior high school just dove into youth group loved it i was there all the time the doors were open i was at church oh. then went off to college i went to northeastern state in Tahlequah, oklahoma and uh was very much involved in the campus ministry there and campus christian fellowship shout out <laughs> tom and barb tucker but and my dorm floor is really interesting there's a guy that asked me a question he's like hey what do you what do you think you're gonna what are you gonna do next summer and i was like i don't know he said well, have you ever thought about working at camp i was like no i hadn't ever thought about working at camp now for me again i didn't grow up in the church yeah. I only went to camp once, and it was after I graduated high school with that youth group. Graduated high school, I went to camp. Went to a Falls Creek, the big Baptist camp here in uh, Oklahoma. And I loved that week. It was an incredible time. So anyway, he asked me that question. And what's interesting, because I've asked that question to many people since then, when I was in college, and I'm recruiting summer staff. But he asked me that question, and that was it. He didn't follow it up with it. Man, you should come work at camp here. <laughs> it's kind of weird. And so, But anyway, he asked me, have I ever thought about that? And so uh, I began to think about it then. And there's three camps in this area that I applied to. I had a friend that had come to camp here a couple times as a kid, um, and she was looking to work here. So I applied here. uh, applied at a YMCA camp uh, here in Oklahoma, and then I applied at a a Christian sports camp that is up in uh, southwest Missouri. Mm. Uh, I won't mention the camp. No, Mm. I'm just kidding. Kanakuk. And so I applied at those three camps. I made the biggest mistake uh, in their ministry's history by uh, not hiring me to be on summer staff. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> and um, the other camp and, uh, offered me a job, but I really wanted to work at New Life, but I hadn't heard back from them. Mm. And so I called the director then. it's like, hey, we just want to check back. If we, you We'd know, love to know something. I didn't hear back. Mm. And the other camp's like, hey, we need to know something. I called New Life Ranch. I'm like, hey, I would love to hear. You, know, I didn't hear back. <laughs> And the other camp needed to know. I told the other camp no because I really want to be at New Life Ranch. Yeah. And then the next day, um, heard from the program director at times like, "Well, shoot, yeah, Tom, <laughs> hey, we want you to come on staff. Yeah, you know, I've just been busy, you know." So uh, anyway, yeah, I came on summer staff uh, 1990. And and that's still how we do hiring today. <laughs> still, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hope not. But um, just call it
1: the executive director several times. Yeah. Oh yeah,
0: sure. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So yeah. So that's it. Summer 1990 um, came that summer. Uh, was a counselor. Loved it. It's yeah. really uh, you know again God was at work in me, growing me, maturing me in Christ, and beginning to have a heart for ministry. What does that look like? And uh, I'd always loved kids, even even before I was a believer. You know, I uh, used to um, I used to babysit. You know, back then that was something that was uh, more possible, right? <laughs> you know, with neighbors and right. And I loved it. It was a great gig because I could play with kids, you know, have fun with them, put them to bed, and they'd always say, "Help yourself." <laughs> right. And so then I could eat their food, and they would pay me. Um, so I always loved kids, but um, the the joining of that with, with camp just was just such a fit. Yeah, I think uh, giftedness that God had given me. And relating with people, and, and particularly kids, and yeah, ministering to them, and that's what camp's all about: yeah. connecting with kids and sharing the gospel.
1: Yeah. So are there any? Uh, were there any relationships over that summer that really just stick out to you, as as being just you know certain people that you met that summer or or yeah. your time at New Life Ranch that really just changed your yeah. life?
0: Gotcha. I, I know where you're going. That's yeah. good. In uh, that first summer, 1990. Uh, not particularly. Mm, yeah, um, there, totally forgettable. There staff. was well, yeah. and there <laughs> was a girl who was a camper that summer. Oh, I did not know her at all. Okay, all, all right. Uh, a young lady who grew up going to camp here, from third grade all the way until she uh, could be on staff. So my first summer, nineteen ninety, this particular girl was a camper. I did not know her at all. Yes. <laughs> um, she knew me, of course. Yeah, I was uh, you know up on stage, things like that. Yeah. So then, uh, so I worked ninety one also as a counselor, and then um, this girl who had grown up here, going to camp, was a counselor in training that summer. Mm. So that's the summer that I met um, a, a lovely, godly uh, young lady named April Jones at that time, and um, uh, yeah, we became friends. But you know, she was a little high school kid, and right. I was a you know big college Real guy cool and, college yeah, guy I've yeah i've seen the haircut from oh, back yeah, then man. Yeah, yeah that the was glasses. popular that yeah. was popular back then and so uh anyway yeah you know um became friends you know uh but that was really it i i, I did really she stood out to me though as someone who was genuine and really loved the lord and so yes met uh, april jones here when i was a freshman at northeastern she or when i was a senior at northeastern state she came there as a freshman and so i like to say that she came there because I was there mm. but it was actually she got the President's Leadership Class Scholarship which was like a full oh. ride <laughs> uh, which I had nothing to do with so uh, my senior year her freshman year really just became friends um, involved in the same ministry stuff like that it wasn't until the following year I graduated uh, went on staff at the campus ministry there as assistant campus pastor uh, but we uh, did start to, uh, to see each other and visit and, and date and um, two weeks later and married. No, just kidding. Two weeks now. No. A year and two months later, we got engaged here at New Life Ranch, yeah. actually, uh, on the property. And then uh, six months later, July 1st, 1995, uh, we got married. We, we've been blessed. We have five kids, um, two girls, three boys, um, 16, 14, 13, 11, and 9. So... Man, yeah, New so wife ranch. New, that's why new, they've new always called ranch. it that. Yeah, <laughs> new wife ranch. So, yeah, so that's kind of my my summer staff connection with New Life. Yeah. And then uh, got married, worked in Tulsa for a year, uh, moved off to Dallas, went to Dallas Theological Seminary. Uh, both April and I did. And during that time, it was really cool. I had the privilege to come back and be a summer speaker, uh, which is really awesome. After being on summer staff for four summers and being in lots of chapels, it was really cool. And was a real honored to come back and to be a speaker. So did that for three summers. Um, Heading into my last year of seminary, um, you know, what am I going to be doing? Where's God going to have us? Really had a thought and heart for overseas Mm -hmm. ministry, but uh, God really was closing those doors and he opened one here at New Life Ranch. And so I graduated and came on full-time staff in May of 1999 as summer camp and retreat coordinator at that time, which meant that I coordinated summer camp and retreats. That's good. Thank you. That's good. There you go.
1: And, and you've, held, you've held several positions here. You've had the summer camp and retreat coordinator. I you've done director of ministries, director is that correct? Director of uh, Director of guest services. Of guest sir- yep. Now you're the executive director.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm very thankful just for really the, the roots God has allowed us yeah. to establish in this ministry. And um, I think that uh, how he's used, because it's to him, it's all him. I mean, giftedness he's given me and experiences and, yep. and growing and maturing me. Uh, as as a man, as a man of God, and, and growing me in ministry, uh, very much at this place, you yeah. Know? And so, yeah, I've held lots of different roles, which I, I really appreciate. It's given me, I think, a, a pretty full perspective mm-hmm. of what the ministry is about and, and what it's like to be in those different roles, and the demand that it is at times allows me to uh, better understand that for our staff now. So, yeah.
1: yeah. So, what would you say is uh, what would you say your your favorite part of your job as executive director?
0: Oh man! <laughs> uh, favorite part? I don't. That's always hard just to n- narrow it down to one thing. Yeah. But as you said, that the first thought that probably might my was people. Yeah, is relationships. So that would first start. I'd say with our staff. You know, we have uh, right about thirty-five full-time uh, missionary staff, and uh, so that's yeah, that's really a favorite part. Getting to um, to lead and serve alongside just some awesome people. And then uh, in that vein of relationship still, it's getting to be uh, a spokesperson, if you will, for the ministry of New Life. You know, getting to go out and visit people and share the story and share the impact that's happening through this ministry. I could name a lot of other favorite things, too. Sure, yeah. But, yeah.
1: Like, who would you say is your favorite media coordinator?
0: Well, clearly my favorite media coordinator ever would be—this is one of the fun things, going back to the whole thing of like favorite things with relationships and staff. It is fun for me having been here. This will be my 27th summer uh, having been connected with this ministry from being on summer staff and then speaking in chapel and being on full-time staff. And so it's really cool for me to see someone like yourself who is a camper here and to see how you've grown up and matured as a man of God and uh, now as a husband. And As a father, yeah. you know I, I better stop that because I, I yeah. have allergies really bad.
1: Yeah, Tom and I are both yeah. notorious criers, so we, if we don't if we don't shut this down quickly, yeah, if could, I start
0: talking about family, it and could devolve and, pretty and, and quickly. Kids, you know, yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know, so yeah, it is, and you know that we've got so many others on oh, yeah. staff here that were were summer staff or camper summer staff. Yeah, so that is very much a favorite thing uh, of seeing that. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, What are you most excited about for the future of New Life Ranch? What are you you personally most excited about? The thing that gets you really just amped up and ready to get out there and
0: and do your job? So, yeah, two things I would say, again, back to staff and relationships. It is really, I love um, building into and growing our staff to where they have the opportunity to use the gifts that God's given them uh, for His glory and uh, for their, their fulfillment and making an impact in the lives of others. Um, and so uh, that's one of the things, and um, just the growth we have and the opportunity we have to impact more lives uh, by having more capacity. And so one thing's for us, you know, we, we've always said this, and I think it's true, is that we aren't about buildings. We aren't about um, growing some little New Life Ranch kingdom, mm-hmm. but we are, are very much about impacting lives. Very much about, and this will be my second time to throw it in here our mission of <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, <laughs> proclaiming the gospel and equipping believers for ministry. And so, for us, the more people that come, the greater opportunity we have to impact lives. And so, uh, very excited about our, our growth potential, the growth we've had, and the growth that we see continuing. Um, I'm, I'm just thrilled and excited to see how God's going to provide. You know, uh, I, I uh, often just have these thoughts and these dreams. You know, I hear of other camps that, you know, this camp isn't doing well, and so then they partner, and hey, you take over, our You know, and like we're ready for that. So hey, if you're out there and you uh, have a camp uh, that you uh, it's not going very well, or you know of a camp where it's not, um, let us know. Uh, we uh, actually, I would say that we are we're we're looking. Yeah, you know, uh, what does that look like to um, to have another facility? I mean, we're master planning here on our current thousand acres. Um, but we're also looking at, you know, what if we acquire a property, you know, often economically, uh, that's a lot better deal (laughs) than building new and all the infrastructure and all that stuff. So I think our, our staff, people, the relationships, and then, um, just the potential for the future uh, of, of growing and, and new life ranch. One of the things, again, I think God has blessed us. Um, and we want to continue to be a blessing to others, um, by proclaiming and equipping and, um, Staying true to our core values of being biblically based and relationship-driven, service-oriented, you know. Um, so, yeah, those are the things that I'm excited about as we move forward Yeah, in 2017 and, and beyond. Yeah. So.
1: Good. Good. Well, um, last kind of question here. Yeah. So what would you say is your, your best memory? What's sort of the, the memory that you come back to mm. when you think of New Life Ranch? But
0: man, oh, man. You know, this isn't the, the fun one, you know, yeah. but I mean, I, I vividly remember the swing that's still here and stuff of sitting on a swing over there um, outside the chapel and a kid that was in my cabin and sharing the gospel, you know, and him um, uh, praying and asking for forgiveness and give his life to Christ. First time I ever did that. Yeah. So that's a huge memory. I think being in the chapel mm-hmm. um, Friday nights, um, those of you who have been here, uh, and if you're out there, you've never been, you're invited on a Friday night to come to our testimony service, those testimony services. Really just uh, the worship through song that takes place. Yeah. It's one of those things that uh, context is always significant, right? Mm-hmm. In Scripture and just in life. But context for me, that chapel yeah. of Friday nights and just worship through song and, and hearing kids crying out to the Lord singing uh, is awesome. And then hearing these testimonies of, of decisions that were made you know, those are fun things. Um, man, funny memories. Okay, here's one i give you. Okay. okay. I was a speaker, so this is good. I wasn't on staff. I was a speaker during the summer. This was my, uh, after my second year at Dallas Seminary, I came down and spoke. There was a, a summer staff at that time. I knew him as a camper. He was on summer staff, a guy named Mike Lyon. I got here for the week to speak. Mike was, uh, my wife wasn't with me. She was back at Dallas Seminary working. And so Mike was in the kitchen that week. And so I just was like, dude, hey, if you want to, stay up in the motel with me, you know, get out, you know, go ahead. I was just kind of saying it, you right. know, and, and next thing you know, I went up there and like all his stuff's up there. And so he, he stayed with me, but um, one night, the overnight, a particular counselor, if he's out there, he'll hear this for the first time. But um, it was the overnight and uh, I had the great idea of getting the balloon launcher and some water balloons. And so we, uh, we filled some of those up and we went to uh, Westwood's, the, the yeah. decks. And uh, there was a cabin that was sleeping out over on the island, and uh, so we kind of snuck along the the decks. And there's some cabins that actually had slept out on the decks. Uh-huh. So we had to like kind of climb up on the railing and walk <laughs> past them. And at one point, I don't remember this as vividly as Mike does because he's told me this before. One of the campers like s- sat up, you know, like woke him up, and like and I just I was like, lay back down, you know. That kind of deal? <laughs> and so anyway, we we proceeded to shoot some. Water balloons over onto on the. On a poor, helpless cabin. <laughs> the, the cabin sleeping on the island. And so uh, so then, what was so funny with it was the next morning in a staff meeting. Every morning, right, there's a staff meeting. And I was there as a speaker. Because yeah. I'm speaking, I want to kind of hear, get the gauge, the pulse of yeah. the spiritual life of camp. And so, in that staff meeting, this counselor who had been on. And I don't know who it was. I didn't know at that time. It was just a random victim. <laughs> and um, it wasn't intentional. In the staff meeting, this counselor speaks up and he's like, Hey, somebody last night was shooting water balloons. <laughs> and again, Mike was in the kitchen, so he wasn't that. I'm like the only one in You're there. You were the only one. Anyway, so he's sharing this about somebody, you know, I don't know who it was, but, you know, and so there's like crickets. There's like uh-huh. nobody saying, I'm not
1: going to speak. I'm <laughs> the right. camp
0: speaker. I'm like, Oh, that was me, you know. and <laughs> That so, was me, the mature adult right, who is exactly. pouring into yes, the lives exactly. of your campers. Yeah. So, um, what was so great about that? There was there was girls that were staying in Westwoods at that time. It was so funny during the meeting because the counselor was sharing about just I can't believe it was happening, and it just really bothered me. And you know that was the voice he used really, uh-huh, and yeah. um, he was just kind of frustrated, you know. And so then he's like, and I I'm not, I, I couldn't tell who it was, but but I but I'm pretty sure it was, it was some girls because I can hear him giggling. <laughs> Which is yeah. awesome. Yeah. Because uh, I don't giggle like a girl, first of all. But well,
1: I don't know how you possibly could anyway, with a voice so deep. I mean, yeah. I
0: definitely could. Yeah, yeah I you. You, right. <laughs> so there you go. There's, I feel okay about sharing that story. That's and, good, yeah. Um, And I hope Alan, that that counselor... Alan, Alan Miracle. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's who it was. Alan Miracle, if you're out there, um, I, I apologize. Mm. I'm sorry. Um, please forgive me for... Um, that difficult experience for your cabin and, yeah. and not speaking up at that time, man. Um, I'm glad confess. I'm glad you were able to
1: come clean after all these years. I Get that off better. your chest. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, there you Great. go.
0: Love, love the ministry, of new life. Yeah, it's very blessed and thankful to be here. And um, yeah,
1: so. well, thanks. Appreciate it. And um, I guess I'll see you later because we are in the same office.
0: We're in the same office. Yeah, you know, just a few feet away from each other. So, so.
1: I'll end this podcast, and then it'll be kind of odd because then i'll just see you
0: i'm just gonna stand up and walk away
1: that's that's an appropriate way to end it
0: all right bye not even to say bye <laughs> <laughs> thanks tom
1: thanks so much for joining us for our first episode of mcp we hope you enjoy getting to know mr tom a little better and hopefully you are eagerly anticipating our next episode which will be out in february we'll be talking to miss amelia abbott the leadership development and day camp coordinator If you have any feedback about this podcast, we would love to hear it. Here's something you like. Here's something you didn't. Got an idea for a segment? If you do, please send us an email to podcast at newliferanch.com. For the first three people that send us an email letting us know what they think, we'll send you a souvenir from the canteen as a thank you. Music for this podcast was written and performed for New Life Ranch by Mr. Cass Harris. You can find all his work on iTunes and Spotify. Additional music was written and performed for The Ranch by Chris King. He's not on iTunes, but I bet you can find a camper from the 90s with a copy of the White Bread album that will let you have a listen. And finally, help us spread the word about MCP by sharing this podcast with your friends, subscribing on iTunes or wherever it is you listen to podcasts, and giving our podcast a rating. That'll help us move up the charts and make it easier for people to discover us. Thanks for listening. We'll be back in February.